This guy doesn't talk. Nobody hears him. Whenever he does talk, he can't put two sentences together. I don't want to be nice or unnice, okay? But, I mean, the man can't speak. <laughs> I thought that was pretty funny. Are you talking about uh, old man Biden? Of course, yeah. Old man Biden. Trump in an interview with uh, Sean Hannity. I don't want to be nice or unnice, but the guy can't speak. <laughs> I mean, it's, uh, I mean, right? I, 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 anyway. <laughs> Oh, there's a. Uh, I've been meaning to g- ask you to get this. So on my YouTube feed, and everybody's YouTube feed's a little different, right? Because it depends on what you search on, right? And then mm-hmm. and it puts you in a little pen of videos. Yeah, and, and it's weird. So stuff, yeah. all my stuff is like music related for the most part. Good for you. With a little bit of NBA highlights. <laughs> nice. <laughs> and it and and so in my world, that's the only thing that exists on YouTube. Whereas if you're like into gardening. The only thing you would get is gardening stuff, and it'd be as if YouTube exists just to share tips on gardening. Uh, and you never see anything about uh, top ten Larry Bird trash talking or anything like that, like I do. Yeah. Mine's like eighty percent video game related. Wait stuff. a second, top ten Larry Bird trash talking. I want to watch that now. <laughs> but you know, I do have a hesitancy on YouTube now, where I think I want to look for this, but I don't want to get. I don't want my YouTube thing to get clogged with. Yeah. Uh-huh. This sort of stuff. Yeah. And then push out the other stuff that I am actually kind of interested in, which is weird. There should be a toggle like, don't include this in my stuff I'm interested in. Yeah. This is a one-off. It's just a one-time. I'm looking for a YouTube video on how to wire the back of a washing machine. It's not like a hobby of mine. Yeah. I this, don't need This guy it. obviously has a passion for washing machines. <laughs> Get him everything he can. <laughs> Lists of parts, the models, reviews. It's historical washing machines. Get it to him! Because that's the way it works, and it's hilarious. But on my YouTube feed, let me see if one pops up here. I've been meaning to ask you to get the audio for it. There's a a Biden video, a little five-second, you know, you have to watch a video. You have to watch an ad before your videos. There's a little five-second Biden thing, and he messes up the words in that. And I thought, how did you record this, and then your people allowed this to become the ad on YouTube? Oh, it was the actual ad. I've seen it 50 times. Wow. Every time I click on a video, there's a five-second, this is Joe Biden, and I'd like you to afford to go to... Good to, to donate to our thing, and I'm, and then I started to wonder. First, I thought, how do you allow that obvious mistake to be your ad? Then I thought, is this Trump wait, people? Wait a minute, is this anti-Biden people that have put that in there? Because it's not minute. egregious. It's not like over the top where you'd think, oh, come on. But it is a little stumbly. Wow, I don't know. Well, why in the world would you put that out? Well, why in the world would you have a guy give a speech? With ducks overpowering you on the audio. Because they were loud ducks. <laughs> he still has the crooked mask pulling down his ear picture on his Twitter avatar. Oh, boy. Not a joke. I was just reading a That's wild. editorial in the Washington Post by Karen Tumulty, who's somewhat less obnoxious than a lot of the people who, who write for the Post. And, and I like the cut of its jib so far. Given how many ugly turns this presidential election year has already taken, how many more are surely yet to come? Oh, Oof. thank you for that, sweetheart. Oof. It's probably a fool's errand to go in search of silver linings this year. But the realities of campaigning amidst a pandemic are forcing adjustments to the rituals of politics, some of which are better, are for the better and long overdue. Interesting. I've written before about how the quadrennial, I need to use the term quadrennial more often. 
The, How often is quadrennial? Uh, once every four years. Okay. Yeah. The quadrennial party conventions have outlived their purpose. There's no suspense anymore to these pointless lobbyist-funded nope. infomercials, nope. and television audiences find them boring. People have been saying that for quite a while now, that it, it's a TV show, it's not news, and the network shouldn't clear out to, 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 to air them. Yeah. I agree. Uh, then she says, next up, it's time to do some rethinking about the debates. Yep, absolutely. Um. Yeah, and and I haven't gotten into what she wants to do. Practically anything would be better than the way we do it. And uh, I'm not kidding. That's not an exaggeration. Practically anything would be better than the way we do debates. Yeah. You know, it's interesting. She does not. She's talking about finding dates and venues that are better and the rest of it. Eliminate the stupid audience. Absolutely. Yes. Everybody one. agrees. Everybody agrees. Yeah. The, the one debate they had for the Dems where there was no debate, I guess that was... Had the vid started to take oh, over? Oh, there she mentions it. Okay, she is on board with that. But everybody the next day said the thing, right, left, and center. Right. Regular person and pundit all said it was better without the crowd. It makes a difference. Only the <laughs> dumbest of, of uh, cable news anchors and anchorettes uh, defend the audience. It's just, it's dumb. She says uh, the debates would probably be better if they are conducted as the famed 1960 between John F. Kennedy and Richard Nixon. In, in a black and white? Studio. How does that help? <laughs> no, no, in a TV studio. I think the reason those audiences are there, says a, a Democrat guy you've never heard of, is to satisfy the demand for seats from contributors and major party figures yeah. and from those who support the Commission on Demo- uh, Presidential Debates. Uh-huh. The debates would be better without competing cheering sections who in- invariably ignore the advice not to applaud or react. As a couple of people that got into a big-time debate one time... Because we knew somebody. Yeah, that's the way it works. It's a gift to various people. Cutting back or eliminating the live audience would also make it more difficult for candidates to pull stunts like Trump did in 2016. I'd forgotten about this. When he brought four women who had accused Bill Clinton of sexual abuse to a debate in St. Louis and attempted to seat them in his family's box. That was his response to the uh, Access Hollywood tape thing. Um. Yeah, okay. I think crowds favor Trump. I don't know. Depends on who who's in the crowd, I guess. Yeah. 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 I mean, if it's a bunch of donors and party functionaries and all, it's, it's Because when Trump say, said, yeah, you'd be in jail to Hillary, which is a heck of a thing yeah. to say. Yeah. <laughs> the hooting and the laughing and cheering. Or just that. the ooh. Right. Yeah. 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 You get rid of the crowds. Okay. Well, I hope I, we won't have crowds. So this will be a forced from the commie bat fever. This will be a forced try of getting rid of the stupid, stupid crowds. Who's the first one of the candidates to talk without realizing his Zoom call is on mute during the debate? <laughs> um, I think, think they'll probably have him in the same place. Okay. They'll probably have him uh, cl- encased in glass like uh, you know game show contestants <laughs> in the 1950s um, or something. That but. also, I think, hurts Trump. I think Trump... Uh, I think Trump's better designed for the crowd, for the getting to walk around. You know how he kind of walked around behind Hillary and loomed over. And it's, I mean, I think I think that benefits him. He's a showman. He understands that sort of stuff. Yeah, I think taking away the crowd definitely hurts Trump to some extent. Um, old Ramblin' Joe. I mean, you're going to get a good, solid listen slash look at these guys. Uh, I think it it will be uh, of great significance. And these things usually aren't. No. Um, no. With rare exceptions. Uh, but, yeah, th- these could be blockbusters. I'm super excited about them. I'm almost nervous about them. 
Nervous in what sense? Well, what could happen to you? Listen, Trump sometimes uh, gets a little outside the lines, and Biden well, uh, yeah. is a senile old man. How about this? I want to be clear. I'm not going nuts. How nervous are Biden's people when he walks out there on the stage? They haven't eaten for weeks. They can't keep a meal down. <laughs> They've chewed their fingernails down to nubs. They're bleeding. Right. Now they're just chewing their fingers. <laughs> that he's going to go off on some sort of record player yeah. Venezuela rant. Right. <laughs> if. If. How many? That's the only question. Yeah, you're probably right. Cragger Kroger's. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I, Trump being Trump, at least that's known. So if he's uh, Trumpier, never nobody will be surprised. But yeah, hey, I, again, I'm almost nervous about those debates. They're just I, they could be a train wreck. I didn't realize this has finally happened. I've been wondering what it would occur. The coronavirus has finally exploded in India. It was just a matter of time with their poor poor health care and people jammed together the way they are. A billion people. God, that could end up being the coronavirus story of the world. Oh yeah. Oh man. Yeah, their hospital facilities are, with some exceptions, uh, pretty poor. I uh, heard a report the other day about uh, folks in India, uh, poorer folks in particular, who have to go from hospital to hospital to hospital begging for a bed. Oh, my God. Uh, This one family spent 12 hours driving around their region of India trying to find a hospital. And finally, the only reason they found one is the, the gal, who's I think it was her mom was sick, she's a housekeeper, and she called her boss, and her boss called in a favor from a politician. And so she was connected enough that she got a bed. So that's that's India for you. Unless you have money, then you go to a private hospital. But the government health care sucks. So coming up, I suppose we ought to talk a little bit about Parler. A number of you have texted about it this week. It's the rival to Twitter. It's an alternative to Twitter. It's something else you can do. Oh, Parler, I thought you meant the room where I entertain gen- gentlemen callers. <laughs> Where's my boa? <laughs> You entertain gentlemen callers. In my parlor, of course. Um, And everybody's been pushing, no, you got to get on parlor. Quit tweeting, get on parlor. Okay. Hear about this and other things coming up. Our text line is 415-295-KFTC. Armstrong and Getty. The Armstrong and Getty Show. Like a stone. Well, a lot of people are blaming the Trump administration for mishandling the virus, but not everything has gone wrong, right? Startling new report out today that more than one million dead Americans got those pandemic stimulus checks, totaling $1.4 billion. I pay dead people. Uh, that's a curious way to put it. Was that uh, Andrea Mitchell? Andrea Mitchell, who was uh, beset by a, a rangy transgender person in a bikini the other day on the streets of Washington, D.C. That video is available at armstrongandgetty.com, and it is worth multiple views. <clears throat> anyway, uh, it's a curious way she put it. More than a million dead people received checks. No, no they didn't. Unless they're delivering them to hell. <laughs> <laughs> well, you think they're all in hell? Or the ground. Why are they all in hell? <laughs> or or, or the, the pearly gates. You got a P.O. box there at the pearly gates. You walk out. Hey, Peter, how you doing? Greet St. Peter, checking your box. 
Uh, no, unless they're delivering them to, to, to heaven. No, the dead people are not getting them. More than a million coronavirus stimulus payments were sent to uh, uh, dead folks, well, folks who passed away. Well, did somebody cash the check? Totaling nearly $1.4 billion. It's a lot of money. Yeah. Um, How are dead people going to sign the back of a check, Jack? That's a ridiculous question. Right, exactly. Nobody would ever cheat. Um, the payments uh, to dead people came as the Treasury and the IRS rushed to disburse some 160.4 million of uh, payments, totaling 269 billion dollars. The report said that Congress should provide Treasury with access to the Social Security Administration's full set of death records. Well, that's, and, what, I was gonna, that's what I was just right. going to guess. Did that many people die every year? So you had that many people on the books at a certain income. You send them a check, but that many people die per year. Right. Well, it reminds me of uh, it's it's half a joke and half a serious question. I'm dealing with the federal government, and I've got to fill out this form with all of my information. And I want to tell them, you already have this. Oh, yeah. Ask the IRS where I live. Ask them what my phone number. Trust me, they know. They know everything. Um, it's always a little is strange. I, I think part of that is is to protect the, the peeps. Uh, so there isn't, uh, you know, rampant information sharing. But anyway, so uh, at least a million, well, more than a million coronavirus stimulus payments. And this, uh, the link was actually sent along uh, to us by uh, Brad, a faithful listener in San Diego. Thanks, Brad. Um, oh, I'm sorry. Brad's next. Uh, it was uh, Gary who sent us the link and said, hey, let's have mail-in voting. Because more than a million coronavirus stimulus checks went to dead people. Then this email from Brad in San Diego, my deceased brother got a ballot. And this is far from the first email we've gotten on this topic. There are many, many people. In fact, go ahead and email us now if you want. Mailbag at armstrongandgetty.com. Who've been mailed ballots for kids who no longer live in a house, uh, dead folks, um, people who live in multiple, who have lived in multiple places and have their mail forwarded or reporting they get multiple ballots. There, there will be vote fraud and inaccuracy and vote, um, harvesting that will shock the conscience if we go widespread mail in balloting. So we mentioned this earlier. There is a rival to Twitter now. And is this going to become a real thing? I don't know. It'd been out there for a while, a couple of years. Parlor, P A R. L-E-R. Um, uh, and uh, for whatever reason, it's just caught on this week. In the last three days, they've signed up a half a million people, which increased their total by 50%, because it's now a million and a half. And that's still tiny. Twitter has 330 million people on it. Parler is 1.5 million. But it increased crazy in three days. I've now heard of it, mm-hmm. um, and I hadn't before. Uh, and, uh, but Trump, um, and Trump, uh, President Trump and Donald Trump Jr. both have, uh, accounts on there now. The Trump campaign manager, Ted Cruz is on there. A bunch of politicians are calling this a place conservatives can go. You also have a lot of people that get booted off for Twitter for probably good reason that are now on Parler. Parler says it will not censor any political speech at all. It will remove pornography, but they said that's it. But, uh. As we all know, that gets more complicated as you go down the road. Uh, anyway, they're going to censor a lot fewer people. They're, they'll run into the same problems Twitter's going to run into, though, even if they don't have any political bias of uh, what violence, what, you know, what, you know, what you allow and what you don't allow. 
Right. Right. Where's the dividing line between uh, radical <laughs> politics, revolutionary, violent, et cetera? Alex Jones is on Parlor now because he got booted off Twitter a while back, for instance. But uh, check it out. I, I probably will this weekend. Download the app and see what's, what's happening there. We need a verb, though. I parlored a link to blah, blah, blah. Mm. Is that what people say? Ah. Because uh, I posted on Twitter. Nobody says that. So we need a verb. Well, I'll check it out. Combat model. Optimum self-sufficiency. Right. Probably the leader. Almost definitely. Uh, well, yeah, yeah. And, and, of course, the media is hot to trot now to take a look at Parler and find, you know, some Klansman or whatever posting on there. Then it'll be branded as the, right. the alt-right, sure. you know, cesspool of hatred. You ever been on Twitter? No, <laughs> You no want kidding. a cesspool of hatred? Oof. It's the Atlantic Ocean of hatred. <clears throat> Riots in Portland overnight as uh, the the mob tried to set up a Chaz in Portland. It got ugly with fires and businesses smashed and all that sort of stuff. More updates on that coming up later. Hmm. You know, I'm looking more into Brad's email about uh, getting the extra ballot and everything and how difficult it was to straighten it out. Oh, I don't doubt and that. And I've heard that before, too. I called the county three times and told them I don't live there anymore, and they kept putting me on hold, and I guess I'm going to get a ballot next election. You know, we've gotten that... Uh, that note many times, too. Oh, yeah. The, the, how many times have we heard about the people who, who continue to get disability checks long after they don't need them, and they just can't get them to stop? Right. Or unemployment checks. Right. Yeah. Armstrong and Getty. The Armstrong and Getty Show. In terms of starting the regular season on time, the league is still optimistic that they'll be able to do that, and they're trying to confront the problem that's directly in front of them right now while also planning for uh, that big issue down the road of how we get a season off the ground. You know, Talking to league officials on a conference call after the owners finish their call, everyone still seems optimistic that they will be able to start the season on time in their regular stadiums. I don't get the sense that the cancellation of the Hall of Fame game is an alarm bell in terms of the potential for starting the regular season. So the NFL is going to start on time in their own stadiums. I'll be darned. There's a I, lot of money at stake. I call it a coin flip. You do? Yeah, it's the uh, the country's most popular TV show. BMS smashing into each other. It's a $9 billion venture, something like that. It's it's a tremendous amount of money. So, mm. uh, holy cow. Yeah, well, we'll see. We'll have to see. Nobody knows where the uh, commie bat fever is going. Well, and on the commie bat fever topic, this just in, as hinted earlier by Dr. Scott Gottlieb, Texas has decided to shut the bars back down. Mm. So having opened the bars, they're going to shut them back down. It's turned out bars, for a couple of different reasons, are really spreading the COVID around. And, uh, okay, ain't working. you're, You're generally fairly close to other humans. Because it's so loud! And Right, exactly. It's funny, I was in a situation just last night talking to a friend, and I said, I can't hear you. And uh, and we had to get closer together, and he said, nobody's social distancing, you can't hear each other. The number of times And then I've... you get a couple of drinks, and you get out of it, and the spit starts flying out of your mouth, if you know what I mean. <laughs> the number of times I have, like, nodded my head and smiled at people while they're talking and getting, like... A one out of five words. Just try to read their body language. All right, they said something happy. So, ah, yeah, 
Yeah, oh, I, I don't know that. if you're telling me your cat just died, or have I seen that new movie with Will Smith in right, it? Or I did. <laughs> yeah, or did a cat die in the movie? There's something about. Cat. <laughs> I have no idea what you're talking about. I can't hear a word. Yeah, a couple of quick follow-ups. Number one, yeah, I got this uh, note from Tim, whose dad passed away last November. Tim, sorry for your loss, but six months later, they got a stimulus uh, check for Pop, hmm. um, and then uh, cashed it. A parlor is French for. Whoops, I clicked the wrong button. Was it a I? crime to cash? Hapless. Uh, yes. I, I think I would cash it. Yes, it is. Well, you're a criminal, then. You're dirty. I, om- I almost dropped an F-bomb. <laughs> I really did. I came really close to I say- almost wish you had. It would have amused me during these troubled times. It's my effing money. What? I'm a taxpayer. Oh, right. You're throwing it all over the place. You're running us into bankruptcy. I'm just going to sign it and keep it. Yeah. Yeah, I hear that. Well, you probably end up in Leavenworth. <laughs> uh, parlor is French for to speak, pronounced parlay. As in parlez-vous français. But then this writer spells parlay, L-E-Z, as it is spelled. So how is parleur, parlay, if it's got different letters in it? I'm not saying you're wrong. I just don't understand. So the new... Uh, that makes sense, though, parlay. The new competitor to Twitter is called parlay? According to this emailer, okay. and what emailer could ever be wrong? Right? <laughs> oh, speaking of which, I wanted this on the text line because uh, if anybody knows any, I haven't heard anybody say this but Joe. Anybody? And I, I made it up. It makes perfectly good sense, but I haven't oh. heard anybody say it. Is some of the rise in cases, maybe a lot of the rise in cases that are being reported, that people are going back to the hospital, and so they're being admitted with corona, not because of corona. So uh, a decent chunk of people out there have a coronavirus. You go in to finally get, you know, this done, that done, whatever. Is that causing an increase in hospitalizations with corona? Uh, Do you know anything about that? Our text line is 415-295-KFTC, 415-295-KFTC. I know this isn't fashionable. I'm not trying to make it seem more this way or that way. I actually want to know. How dangerous it is right now. No, you're a terrible talk show host. You have to have an angle and push it. Push it hard. Uh, I actually have more information on that if you'd like it. Sure. There are now three new symptoms they've added to the list for corona, so I can hit you with that coming up. This is an actual... Where the heck is this? I'll find the link in a little bit. Maybe share that with you next segment. But um, this happens to be a transcript from uh, the governor of Florida, Ron DeSantis' press conference. Um, and it was uh, Dr. George Rails, who, uh, what is he? Well, he's some health official in Florida. Uh, yes, sir, yes. And one of the big differences now is that anybody who comes into our health system for any type of procedure, to include labor and delivery, if it's a trauma patient, anybody who's going to require a procedure gets, gets tested for COVID-19. So our testing is much, much broader than it was during the first wave, and we see a significant number of those patients test positive. So there was a snapshot, as an example, last week where 20% of our COVID-positive patients in the hospital were in the hospital for things completely unrelated to COVID. Could have been a broken leg. It could have been a gunshot wound, those sorts of things. Uh, so that does contribute to our numbers some. I think that's also important to, to realize that he, it's not just increase in testing, but a broader range of testing people. Early on, you had to be symptomatic in order to even get approved to get a Indeed. test. Yeah. yeah, if you were a freshman in college and... And we're reporting on statistics the way the mass media reports on these statistics. You would you would get a D, although with great inflation, they'd probably make it a C. So you wouldn't write an angry letter to the chancellor claiming it was racism. <laughs> um, but, yeah, for why can the news media not why do they think you can't handle 
Roughly 20% of the rise in COVID hospitalizations can be explained by symptom-free people who are in there for other reasons. Is that so complicated? Uh, how, how many of you all listening to the show right now are just, you, you, you've fall to your knees, you're crying, or you're, you got a headache, you can't understand that? No, you comprehended it just fine. I was texting with somebody last night who was not afraid of the, the, the virus before and is now because of the media coverage about it increasing. Uh, the, the CDC announced yesterday they believe that 5 to 8% of Americans have been exposed to the coronavirus, though only 0.7% have tested positive for it. Our best estimate right now is that for every case that's been reported, there's actually 10 other infections, they said. I have no idea how they came up with those numbers. Mm-hmm. Um, and I don't know what I'm supposed to do with those numbers. But they added some uh, symptoms, by the way, three new symptoms on the CDC website. Uh, I want to thank uh, Tom, the researcher, for sending along a lot of information about this. He's a, he's uh, involved in the medical field. I'll just say that. And um, and and this he's information a doctor, is huh? absolutely. Uh, I'm not saying what he is. Um, this information is just so interesting. And again, y'all can handle it. I just the media is so dumbed down. No, I want to know. I, I if it's if it's up, I'm going to be more careful. And if it's not. I won't worry about it as much. That's the sum total of it. Right. I have no political fight here. It ain't about Trump. No, it, it, my Trump does not factor into, am I going to wash my hands more or less? Here's a video. I'm not going to play it for you because I can just tell you about it. A, a Rhode Island health official explaining how a sprained ankle is counted as a COVID hospitalization. Hmm. Somebody comes in, my ankle, my ankle. Well, then they got to tease that out of the. They got to tease that out of the stats. God, everybody left, right, and center should want that to happen because they're going to make government policies spending gazillions of dollars based on some of these numbers. The whether or not you get to open your store will be based on some of these numbers. Let's Mm -hmm. figure out what they are for crying out loud. The whether your kids get to go back to school will be based on some of these numbers. Right. Well, then let's figure out if they, yeah. Well, and, and importantly, it'll be, all those things will be based on the popular perception of those numbers. Right. Uh, how, the, how the mob feels. It's all but, about feelings. So there's more information on this, and it's quite interesting. I don't want to wear you out on it, but um, it's, it's just so difficult. I think really the only thing you can look at is deaths for how bad the thing is. Deaths oh, are not spiking. R- no. At least nationwide. I haven't looked at state by state, but I don't see how they could because the numbers are so low. Nationwide, we've had days where we have 400, 200, 500 deaths. That's not many in a country this big. I am curious to see how things go in the next two weeks or so because there, there's some theory that Memorial Day weekend was a big weekend for getting together and the rest of it. I just read a story about a family in Texas, 18 yeah. members. Uh, got the vid from a birthday party. If you get alone in your house or, or anywhere, you get alone in any room with somebody who's got it, you're all getting it. Yeah. So anyway, uh, it's absolutely out there, and it's scary and the rest of it. Um, but oh, what, what point was I going to make? Uh, Hard to say. Eh, eh. Oh, the theory that the Memorial Your Day Joe week- Biden-like brain. Who yeah. knows i got to get some sleep. I know you can relate to this, but chasing around town, getting x-rays done and stuff on my stupid, stupid elbow. Stupid, anyway, stupid elbow. Stupid <laughs> tendonitis. Why don't you tendons do your job? Um. Anyway, how do I say this? Um. God, I lost my train of thought again. Memorial Day. Oh, Day Memorial Day weekend. Thank you. I need a minder. I need a, You're I talking need a, about getting a monkey? You wanted to get a pet monkey? I think that's where you were. Oh, the pet monkey. Right, yeah. I just said they're so funny and they wear little hats and everything. No, if Memorial Day weekend was indeed a weekend when lots of people got together, had parties, went to the beach, went to bars, got the you know, birthday parties like the poor folks in Texas, whatever, 
Uh, and we're, gosh, we are just a couple of days short of four weeks down the line. Um, so we're about three and a half weeks down the line. You know, it, it takes a while to feel sick. Then it takes a little longer to feel sick enough that you're going to be in the hospital. Then it takes a little while longer than that to die from the thing, if indeed that is your your fate. God bless you. Um, so yeah, we're we're probably about a week or so away from if that is indeed what's happening, uh, seeing a rise in deaths. Yeah, maybe next week you start to get your runny nose. That's one of the three new symptoms they've added to the CDC website: runny nose, nausea, and diarrhea. We're not on the list before, but they are now. Mm. The big three, I call them. Yeah. They're learning more about that whole loss of smell dealio. How the, 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 the commie bat fever, it, it enters through your lungs, so it's a respiratory disease, but then it migrates up to your brain and your nervous system. This, this thing is a bastard, I tell you what. I've also heard it expressed, and this is true, the way to really revive the economy. And this is worth considering. It's a balancing act, though. I'm relying on science. They say, like the jack brain jackasses they are on CNN, it's a balance. It's got to be a careful balance. But um, the way to revive the economy is to get control of the pandemic. And so short-term pain will pay off in long-term gain. Mm, that makes sense. Well, yeah, in, in the, the state of like contract contact tracing and the rest of it is just terrible. Yep. It's terrible. It's non-existent. We've gotten emails from people who say, yeah, I got it. And then somebody called me, and then they never followed up, and... And, uh, you know, I told him, yeah, I was with my mom for six hours, and my mom never got a call or anything. It's just haphazard. Speaking of health. Maybe we ought to hire South Korea to run it for us. Speaking of health. Yes. One Japan minister suspects that Kim Jong-un's health is behind his strange actions of late. Of late? It's possible. Been acting weird for a while. Well, the particular strange actions of disappearing, reappearing, disappearing, that sort of thing. And seeming to uh, promote his his evil uh, henchman sister to a higher position. Um, This guy was uh, involved in a conference yesterday with foreign correspondents, this uh, minister from Japan, and said he thinks the strange actions amid rising tensions in the Korean Peninsula might be around uh, the health of Kim. And that the that North Korea has just been slammed with coronavirus, mm. spreading around North Korea, and Kim Jong Un is trying not to be infected, and sometimes he doesn't come out in public. That's exactly what we guessed. Okay, I assumed he was eating because I saw a picture of him. He's fatter than ever. Oh wow! And they also said, yeah, he is, isn't he? He's big. He's got to have the diabetes. Also said number two, we have some suspicion about his health. Okay, so he's a big fat guy who smokes like crazy. <laughs> Under a bit of stress, dictating and such. And, uh, yeah. Thirdly, the harvest last year in North Korea was terrible. Oh, boy. That is bad. Yeah. yeah. And he ate it all. So there's that. You figure a guy like him ever has, he like, ate it all. <laughs> a guy like him ever has a good day at work, comes home. Hi, honey, I'm home. How was your day? You know what? It was a pretty good day of dictating. Got the military in line. I had a general executed who, who, well, there was a rumor he didn't like me, so I had him executed. And and the the crops are looking decent, and uh, it was a good day of dictating. I'm looking forward to his sister who puts the cute back and execute. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. I look at her, I see pure evil. (laughs) 
<laughs> Cruella DeVille, Korea style. 110 pounds of evil. Oh, boy. Um, uh, What was I? She gonna... is a nimble little minx, isn't she? I was going to tease something. Was I yeah, I have no idea. Oh, crisis. I'd like recommendations on what breed of monkey I ought to buy. No, not that one. Henry brought up the other day that we ought to get a monkey. I kind of talked him out of it. You already have a duck. Can he have a monkey? Uh, Sorry. I brought one up... of my most uh, tre- treasured uh, Simpsons seems. I brought up the story about the woman who got a who had a monkey and got a haircut the monkey didn't like and the monkey chewed her face off. Oh. So uh, Barbaric. It's actually an ape, Jack. Try to talk her out. Chimpanzees of are apes. Oh, I know how we got in the topic. Uh <laughs> Uh, do monkeys have opposable thumbs and which monkeys do and which don't? And so I was Googling it and we were, we got into that. And then we ended up looking at the video, Sean, that you had shown me of that monkey eating a banana. Oh, right. Where the monkey's <laughs> peeling those little white strands off the banana, just like a person. Like, what are these things? These things are gross. Get right peeling here. them off. Yeah, and just taking them in this like... Yeah, they accidentally bite look these things, but they're bitter. With like a look of disgust on the monkey's face, he peeled that little thing off. And like, what is that? What was God thinking? <laughs> Put these little strings on the banana. Man, those Tastes are terrible. Those are gross. Make me want to gag. Um, <laughs> if you know anything about the COVID admissions and the, the cases going up and why that is, our text line 415-295-KFTC. Armstrong and Getty. Chuck E. Cheese bankrupt, uh, shut down for too long, couldn't withstand it like lots of restaurants. You know, Chuck E. Cheese is kind of a joke for a lot of people, not for kids, but uh, the reality of it, there's a lot of businesses that are uh, never going to come back. Yeah, a lot of them. Well, rats have a short lifespan, so I'm not surprised. Chuck E. Cheese marginal pizza, though, and, uh, you know, nobody was going to get in that ball pit post-COVID, so, you know, what are you going to do? Right, right. You got a good pizza. When you're hungry. A good arcade, and they serve beer. So, I'm sitting there at a kid's birthday party. Why am I even there? At least I can have a brew, but not anymore. When you're hungry for fun. What are you hungry for tonight? Fun. Hmm, I don't recall ever saying that. Um, so fireworks in cities all across the country. Police in Denver and Syracuse say complaining about fireworks being set off are up tenfold this year. Well, we've heard this in New York City and uh, Boston and all across the country. A number of uh, San Francisco Bay Area cities I know are having a problem with this as well. Everywhere. Practically everywhere. And what's going on there? Why now more than ever? Well, one, <laughs> onla- one online theory is that the federal government is in on it trying to desensitize people to rising levels of force with constant light and noise. I've been saying that for years. Yeah, I've heard that theory. Some theorists (laughs) say the fireworks appear to be professional grade, but an industry executive shot that down, saying they look to be the kind available to legally consumers anywhere you want. Uh, Retailers confirm that they are selling out. I think those are pretty good. That's pretty much the only information you need. You go to the fireworks stand and you say, how are sales? And they say, Oh, it's crazy. We're sold out. Yeah, well, that would explain be- Because the-, the government is buying them up to desensitize <laughs> people to the militarization of our streets. One more reason to unplug the Internet. Retailers, I swear. Retailers can- probably hurt our podcasting numbers. 
Retailers confirm there's some mail you the podcast. I'm sorry, were you talking? The past few weeks, it's been like the day before the Fourth of July every day. Said one fireworks stand in Pennsylvania. So it's just, I'm guessing psychologically, it's pent up. We haven't had anything to do. I'm bored to death. Hey, I think I'll go buy some fireworks. Or is it anti-police lawlessness? I don't know. I don't know. Either. Well, I'll tell you the one thing: it isn't. Hmm. It's not a government program to, to desensitize people to noise and light so they can roll in the tanks and what? Listen to Jack over here. He probably thinks birds are real. Um, my level of sensitivity has got nothing to do with it when a tank rolls in. <laughs> I'm going to be pretty shocked. I'm not going to sit there and think, yeah, it's a tank. It's what? just like those fireworks I've been looking to. Yeah. What kind of theory is that? That's it. <laughs> Unplug the Internet. We had a week's worth of Piccolo Pete's, so yeah, these Humvees and tanks are fine. Well, Doesn't I bother me it, in the least. I think it's Pete. Look, the, with the Marines. The military runs in. You hear gunshots. You've been hearing fireworks every night. It doesn't even get your attention. Yeah. yeah okay. And so the Marines are at your door, and then they, what's the rest of the sentence? Then so they, they quarter can... troops in your home. Third Amendment. <laughs> Look it up. <laughs> I tell you no one. troops in my home. <laughs> <laughs> one uh, positive aspect of uh, about the internet, if there is one. Uh, yesterday, I messed up my elbow, and so uh, the doctor wanted me to get an X-ray. So I go to the doctor. He feels around. He's like, mm, "That's not good." Does it uh, hurt when I do this? Uh, and I, you know, I my my I go to a, a kind of a big health company, but he just clickety clickety click. He says, "Go get you an X-ray." So I just drive over there. You know, you remember back in the day, you had to make an appointment and everything. You go over there, they take pictures of my elbow. It's like two hours later, he, he sends me a note. Okay, here are the results, blah, blah, blah. That's, that's pretty cool. And now we're moving on to the next step. Having a baboon elbow implanted in my arm. <laughs> that's the next step? That's a transplant. Armstrong and Getty.